Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. You're already you're already tight this morning. What's that? That I I can see your energy is already pretty pretty tight. No no no. I uh, well a little bit. Um, it's been a, uh, I actually want to try to describe it a little bit just because it's been an interesting evolution for the past week. Um, you know so started the week in a very agitated state, um, uh, you know, which, you know, was fine. I, I actually felt really good after our call on Monday and, um, you know, spent quite a bit of time, you know, talking to Jennifer and, um, you know, trying to explain it. She actually drove to Boston to spend, you know, some time with me and we had a, you know, great conversation, you know, and it's, interesting you know working through it you know she um and and i you know she she saw my balloon right so the 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 analogy that i would i want to stick with here is the balloons okay yeah And, and and in a weird way you know she um you know she has acknowledged it right so um, so that little boy walking around the fair found a little girl, right? Oh, by the way, that has her own balloons. So, so you know, interesting, right? So, um, but she said, hey, hey, you know, little boy, I see your balloon. And, um, you know, and, and for a while I was able to absorb that, you know, and that's why I think when you look at that list, it, it you know, especially her list, it is so, you know, deep, right? Because... Yeah. You know, I've I've shared with her, and you know, certainly we've we've discussed you know the things, and you know, and I, I've opened up to her, right? And the more, um, um, so what I would say is now where I'm at, okay, g- generally speaking, or what I feel like I'm doing is I'm um, I'm pulling the balloon back and saying, no, you don't. Mm-hmm. And she's saying, yes, I see your balloon. It's a red balloon, and I'm saying, no, you don't. Okay, it's black, and I, and I'm just arguing. Um, because I don't want, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, because of fear and anxiety and all that, right? So c- parallel that story with the last three days, right? So I felt really good. felt fantastic on Monday. I was doing great at work on Tuesday. Um, I worked out, you know, so I was feeling healthy and I, I caught myself destroying the good feelings. I, I was looking for problems. I was I was literally making problems where they didn't exist because um, I, I, the only way I can explain it is because I, I think feeling comfortable is actually uncomfortable. Yes, um, yes. Yeah, it's new. It's very new. Yeah, um, well, I, I have habitually destroyed it. Yes. So, so, so it's, what, I, what I would say is, yes, it's new. But but I think probably more importantly, um, I, like so I um, I caught myself getting so um, she was trying to help me. Another friend of mine, you know, uh, has been reaching out to me, and I've been a little bit you know gruff. And he's a really important person, and he invited me to go to Parents Weekend with him 
to see my goddaughter, right? Um, and so she was just reminding me, you know, that I should I should talk to him and re- and you know make sure that I I'm prioritizing it basically. And I got mad at her. Mm. Um, and so I I said I need I need a minute. And I and I hung up the phone. And I went and I I was w- walking at the time and I went and sat by the river and I did that exercise you told me to do right you know yeah. I'm telling myself a story you know mm-hmm. I, first of all, I named it I said listen I'm at you know it it never works you know um, I don't know why I try so hard it always fails like it, it, you know it's it's never gonna you know and I started just saying stuff right and then um, about you know about um, you know I don't I don't deserve to feel good you know blah 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 blah. So I did all that, and then I said, you know what? The truth is I'm actually safe. And um, I'm telling myself a story, and I'm trying to create a problem where one doesn't exist, you know, and I, and I kind of reversed my, the story. But I can tell you, for, you know, for the last, you know, 24 hours or, or so, I've been, fighting, I've been fighting somebody trying to kill me fr- from the inside. Yes. Yes. Okay. Wonderful. So, this is. Do you see? Do you see how amazing the progress you're making? Can you see it? Because from where I'm standing. No, I'm extremely agitated by it. <laughs> yes. 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 And it makes so much sense. So start tapping at the karate chop point. Take a breath. Close your eyes. And even though I'm really agitated even though I'm really agitated. Because this is extremely uncomfortable. Because this is extremely uncomfortable. Having this level of awareness and insight is just too much. Having this level of awareness and insight is just too much. It feels like too much responsibility. It feels like too much responsibility. To live my life in such a conscious way is too much. To live my life in such a conscious way is too much. And from the inside, there's someone that is not okay with this. On the inside, there's someone that's not okay with it. I want to honor that part of me. I want to honor that part of me. Because it's fucking scared. Because it's fucking scared. (laughs) And he doesn't even know what he's scared of. He doesn't even know what he's scared of. Probably change. Probably change. Probably the risk of intimate connection. Probably the risk of what? Intimate connection. Probably the risk of intimate connections. And what and that what that may mean. And what where that may lead. In the past he trusted others. In the past he trusted others. And he really wanted that connection. And he really wanted that connection. But he got really hurt. But he got really hurt. So he's not going to let me have it now. He's not going to let me have it now. Do you see that? Um, I, I, uh, I, I am, uh, um, I am torn between two stories there. Um, okay. But, you know, one of them is, um, you know, what, what when it was unconscious, meaning before I was able to be aware of it, I got hurt very, very badly. And then from that point forward, I never allowed it. Right. And um, and um, and I've I've you know c- created a set of defense mechanisms, you know that when I um, and a, and a set of um, orientation mechanisms, right? So you know, so like as an example, like one, I think I'm like addicted to what I would call flash highs, right? So. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the, the adrenaline rush of, of going for a run, right? The, you know, the, the, the thrill of, um, you know, driving fast, right? And getting away with something, right? Or, you know, going, you know, going 80 miles an hour, not 75, right? The thrill of, yeah. you know, doing well in a presentation, you know, the ability to outthink somebody, right? The, the, like I've, I've found like these little ways to feed my ego, Mm-hmm. In, instead of a, allowing for intimacy, so so the, there's like this massive wall on the intimacy side, um, yeah. and and then there's this set of things I've done that I or, or I've created for myself where I, um, you know, essentially 
um, I, I, I fill that, I, I perceive that I'm filling that cup up, but it never works. You know what I mean? And it, it's yeah. not, not sustainable, you yeah. know? So, um, so like my, I, I agree with you that, um, that I was hurt, but I don't remember being hurt. So what, what I would okay. say is, um, I, I, I have, I've created a set of patterns, um, that, um, are are based on a very deep hurt, and the patterns have now taken over for any hurt. Like I don't actually get hurt. The the, the patterns in the subconscious and the you know the, the the fact that when when anybody does see any part of my balloon, my wall goes up five times as high as it was when I started. Yes. You know. Um, you know. So I, it it's just to, to me. Uh, and I'm sorry, I'm rambling a little bit. Obviously, I got a lot. Yeah. Of, it's totally okay as long as you're tapping. You're tapping, right? Just yes, tap I am. Through the point. Good. Um, you know, so I guess I, I'm uh, I'm fascinated by it uh, is what I would say. So I, I, I th- th- um, so that yes, go ahead. Okay, good. So this is your mind, right? Your mind is trying to figure it out and analyzing and just figure it out again. And what is this part? Of okay, take a deep breath and calm down. And I want you to, you can tap with one hand, but the, I want one hand. Wait, are you, you're right-handed, right? Yes. Good. So put your left hand on your lower abdomen. Just okay. go there. This is a part of you. This is your second chakra where true feelings, true feelings start there. It's a really kind of a weird place, but it has a lot to do with creativity, sexuality, is the creation, the start. It's actually, there's a part of like, when a child has a tantrum, it comes from here. You know, a, a child knows clearly what he or she wants. There's no filter. There's no analyzing. It's right there. Take a breath. Okay. And I just want to, what you just saying? What has been something? So you can just for a moment, and it's okay, you can stop tapping for a moment and just be present. And today I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you, something that is going to be uncomfortable, but I want at least your intention, that you will at least have the intention to be as much in your body as possible. And when you catch yourself just going into your, into your mind and just trying to understand that, just, it's okay. You can just come back to the body. Okay? Just be present right here. Just low down in your body. Okay? Because what is happening is that even though <clears throat> what we're talking about is literally the conversation that happens between your heart and your mind. And your heart is very clear about what you want, and there's a lot of fear there. Your mind needs to understand and needs to figure it out. And your mind has been the one that has been in control most of the time and has figured out a lot of ways in which to keep you safe. That's been a fabulous tool until now, but like you said, it's not enough. So I want you to. Think of a time, something that you did, something that happened, specifically something that you did that somehow you cannot forgive yourself for. And it can be something simple. It doesn't have to be, you know, whatever comes up. And as you think of these, so Jim, you're not tapping, right? No. Good. So just... Today we're going to do something that is going to be, could potentially be extremely uncomfortable, but extremely productive. So are you up for it? Yep. Because what we're going to do is we're going to address that wall that is that is completely surrounding your heart. Um, yeah. I have two two stories. One, uh, when I was in college, uh, at the end of senior year, you know, drinking with my buddies and um, 
I don't remember exactly the story, but, you know, essentially we went into these girls' townhouses and, um, you know, they were like, oh, we need to get rid of all this stuff. And people, my friends just started throwing stuff everywhere, mm-hmm. like records. And, you know, I remember somebody grabbed a ham out of the refrigerator and we ended up trashing the, apart their condo. And, um, you know, and I just, I, I still think about it to this day. It was 30 years ago. Um, now, I, I mean, you know, they, they were there and, you know, they, you know, were laughing and all that, but I, I just, I, um, feel a tremendous amount of guilt. Um, cause I, I can't imagine they would have wanted that to actually happen, even though they at the time thought it was funny. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Good. Even though they were laughing, the part for you is like there was a part of you that you knew that yes. this, was, this was not okay. And I should have stood up to my friends and said, listen, guys, we've taken this too far. Yeah. Yeah. So if there's another one, and when we talk about these, there may be certain things and this is, and it may happen for you or not. There may be certain things that, you know, you completely take off the table. Things that that you will not forgive yourself for, but you're so absolutely right that you cannot forgive yourself for those things. That it's not even a question because you are right. You will never ever forgive yourself for those things. Is there anything that that applies to that category or not? No. Okay. And you said that you had two stories. Yeah, the other one, I was, um, it was Halloween, and um, we used to, uh, you know, drive around in a golf, I used to take my kids around the neighborhood in like a golf cart, think of like an industrial golf cart, and um, mm-hmm. I had to drive a kid home. Uh, I had, you know, I was uh, drinking, and so I was kind of goofing around with it, and my son was in the back, and I slammed the brakes quickly, you know, playing around, and he... Uh, um, you know, kind of uh, fell forward in the cart and hit his head. And I, um, um, and I knew it was, you know, because I, you know, obviously it was, you know, and he, not, he didn't go to the hospital or anything. But like, I, I even now when he get a, gets a concussion, I worry that I did something to him when he was whatever, how old he was, 10 or 9. You know, and, and I feel like it was my fault. Yeah. Like he did get a concussion then or not? I have, we don't I, no. I mean, he was, you know, he was, he, he was just crying, and he, you know, obviously, he was hurt, but not no. Well, he was not diagnosed with a concussion, and he had no symptoms the next day or anything. Okay. But that so, which of the two would you? It's interesting that both of them you were drinking. Yeah. Yeah, and you did something that. There was a part of you that knew it was not okay, but and yet it was like almost like you were like somehow you didn't stop. Yep. Yeah. So which one weighs heavier in your in your mind? In your... Uh, my son, without question. Yeah, your son. Okay. I mean, but both of them, I'm, I wasn't a good person. I mean, both of them, I wasn't myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Both of them, yeah. I was. Um, you know, I, you know, it's not okay. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, is this something that, you know, well, let's, let's just start tapping and see what happens. And again, I invite you to just really as much as possible stay in your body, okay? Because your mind is going to try to take you out of it. And try to really either, you know, create an explanation or cope with it or take you away from it, distract you. So just can, can you have the intention of coming back? Is that okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. So we start tapping. It was, and you can just step to the point. So do you have, a, do you have that, that feeling, especially with your son? Do you have the feeling of, like, it was really not okay? Yeah. Okay. Let's get kicked up. It was unforgivable. Say again? It's, unforg- it's unforgivable. 
It's unforgivable. I cannot forgive myself for this. I cannot forgive myself for this. Because for me, I was having fun. I was having fun. But my son got hurt. But my son got hurt. I To this day, I don't know what are the repercussions. To this day, I don't know what the repercussions are. I cannot forgive myself for this. I cannot forgive myself for this. It's totally unforgivable. Totally unforgivable. I was not being responsible. I was not being responsible. I was drinking and driving. I was drinking and driving a golf cart. Yeah, I know. That's suppose, supposedly a golf cart is it's less of a deal than a real car, huh? <laughs> is that yeah. in your mind that's the case, right? Well, it only goes 20 miles an hour, 15 miles an hour, so. <laughs> and even though even though it went 20 miles an hour, my son got hurt. Even though it only went 20 miles an hour, and I'm trying to find a reason uh, for it to be okay, my son still got hurt. Yeah. I would like to forgive myself. I would like to forgive myself. But I don't think it's fair. I don't think it's fair. And the same happened when I was in college. I same just thing, went too far. Thing, same thing happened when I was in college. I just went too far. And I was not willing to stop. I was not willing to stop. Even though there was a part of me that knew that it was not okay. Even though there was a part of me that knew it was not okay. It looked like fun. Looked like fun. And I, I had been drinking. I had been drinking. But there's a part of me that will not forgive myself. There's a part of me that won't forgive myself. And to this day, I'm punishing myself. To this day, I'm punishing myself. And that's what I do every day. And that's what I do every day. Sometimes I do it a couple of times a week. Sometimes I do it a couple times a week. But I have all these stories why I cannot be happy. I have all these stories why I cannot be happy. And I will create or make up things to not be happy. I will make up things to not be happy. Because there's a part of me that believes very adamantly. There's a part of me that believes very adamantly. That I need to be punished. That I need to be punished. Because what I did was unforgivable. Because what I did was unforgivable. And feeling connection and love. Yeah. Feeling connection and love. Just really get in touch with your body. Just calm down. Would not be okay. Will not be okay. Because that would mean. Because I was mean. And if I felt well and I was happy. I felt well and I was happy. That would mean that I would forgive myself. That would mean that I would forgive myself. I cannot do that. I cannot do that. If I forgive myself... If I forgive myself... That that would mean that I may do it again. That would mean that I may do it again. I have to hold on to the guilt. I have to hold on to the guilt. To prevent me from doing that kind of stuff again to prevent me from doing that kind of stuff again. So I punish myself. So I punish myself. Creating problems. Creating problems. Battling with people. Battling with people. Creating stories in my head. Creating stories in my head. Because I cannot forgive myself. Because I cannot forgive myself. I grew up being punished. I grew up being punished. For not being who I was expected to be. For not being who I was expected to be. I did not feel seen. I did not feel seen. I did not feel love for being who I was. I did not feel love for being who I was. And what right do I have today? What right do I have today? If I did not get it as a child. If I did not get it as a child. When I was innocent. When I was innocent. And I was really a good son. And I was really a good son. I do need to punish myself. I do need to punish myself. Even if I don't know the extent of all my faults. Even if I don't know the extent of all my faults. I cannot let myself off my off the hook. I cannot let myself off the hook. Because if I forget. 
Because if I forget. I may start doing all kinds of stuff. I may start doing all kinds of stuff. Take a deep breath. Just notice what is happening, especially in your heart. What, are you, what is going on there? Um, a fighting. Um, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, tell me a little bit more about that fighting. Um, um, just, you know, um, getting too close. Mm-hmm, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So this is very uncomfortable, tapping again through the point. Yep. This is very uncomfortable, and I don't like it. This is very uncomfortable, and I don't like it. My heart has been protected. My heart has been protected. Because of these beliefs that I need to punish myself. Because I have uh, built a belief system that I need to punish myself. So part of that punishment is this big wall that protects my heart. Part of the punishment is these big walls that protect my heart. But what I'm realizing is that what seems like protection... What I'm realizing is what seems like protection... Is isolating me. Is isolating me completely. And I don't want that anymore. I don't want that anymore. But I'm not convinced that I have to let go of punishing myself. Uh, I don't know how to let go of punishing myself. Yeah. I have such a habit of it. I have such a habit of it. And I'm good at it. I've gotten very proficient at it. Yeah. Take a breath. Let it go. The truth is I'm really tired of it. Truth is, I'm really tired of it. And there's a part of me that doesn't quite believe that I deserve this much punishment anymore. There's a part of me that doesn't believe I deserve this much punishment. I did try my best. I did try my best. And I've always been a really good human being. Say it. I've been a really good human being. I've been a really good human being. Always trying to improve myself. Always trying to improve myself. As much as I could. As much as I could. Given the environment and where I was. Given the environment and where I was. I did not grow up with much support. I did not grow up with much support. To be myself. To be myself. And share my heart. And share my heart. I had to hide. I had to hide. I had to hide my feelings. Had to hide my feelings. I had to hide who I truly was. Had to hide who I truly was. Because there wasn't enough space. Because there wasn't enough space. So I built these walls around my heart. So I built these walls around my heart. That have kept me safe and isolated. That have kept me safe and isolated. And in some ways, I punish myself by keeping me completely alone. Somehow I punish myself by keeping myself completely alone. Once in a while, I'll allow myself just a little peek. Once in a while, I allow myself just a little peek. I just, um, I, I think what it is, is I, I can't, as a human being, I can't live that way. Like, um... I actually think what it is is um, like I, I I I break in my ability to maintain the discipline of the walls, and I and then I you know allow it out, and then I oh no 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 I can't do that, and I pull it back in. Yeah, yeah. It's too what? Too scary? Too risky? Too? No, I mean I I think my natural state is one of connectedness. Like my natural mm-hmm. state is. Um, you know, b- b- being a, a jovial, happy, outgoing, you know, friendly person. B- b- so I like, um, it's almost like my natural state. Come, I would, I'm inverting the problem. 
my mm-hmm. natural my natural state is to uh, you know to, to be open. Yeah. I, so I the I the the wall I I climb over the wall back to my natural state, and then um, and then something happens where you know I, I get maybe I get scared or whatever, and then I go backwards into my little protected little cave, right? And and with all my walls, you know, built back up. And, you know, it's it's just, I, it's just interesting. So keep going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So check in with your heart again and see what is happening there now. Um, I, like, I can't catch my breath. I mean, it's... Um, okay, it's okay. So just stay there instead of it's okay. Your mind is true, still trying to figure it out. It's all right. Just for a moment. Just stay back in your chest. Just stay in that area. And just be there. Just be present. Just for a moment, hold the judgment. Hold the, you know, what might be. Hold even the understanding for now. And just breathe as much as you can, knowing that... It's not, it's not about, right now, it's not about understanding anything. Your mind is crumbling. It's trying to figure it out, and it's okay. And we will attend to your mind. He's very, he's in much need of data, and that's okay. But just for this moment, it's all right. It's safe to not know everything. Is that okay? Mm-hmm. So notice what happens in your heart. But my sense is that there is a slight softness that is a little bit more present. There's, there is what that's a little more present? Softness, like a little yeah. softness. Yep. And and I don't know how are the walls doing? Are they there or they're momentarily no. okay? No. <clears throat> So what is happening in your heart when those walls are not there? What happens? So uh, I mean, it's slow. It's slow. It's peaceful. It's um, uh, you know, um, open. You know, yeah. S- simple. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not I, complicated, but strong. I mean, not yeah. it's not complicated. Do you notice that in your heart, just if you're in that space, ask your heart, has your heart forgiven you for those events that you've done? Yes. Yeah. Take a breath and really just allow that to, to really sink in, that your heart has forgiven you and your heart has a completely different energy than your mind. Do you see that? Yes. There's a clarity, there's a simplicity, an openness. And my guess is that he's ready for this. There's that softness and willingness to risk because he's been trapped for so long. It's almost like he's really craving this simplicity and openness, that level of connection that doesn't, it's okay. He also knows of the strength he has. Do you notice? Because he has survived so much that he knows. And I want you to I want you to notice very clearly right now. Just breathe and try to, you know, stay present in your heart. You can put a hand there. Does that help? And it's okay to tell your mind, I know this seems really kooky, this seems really whatever word you want to use. What do, do we need to say something to your mind so she likes to be here for now? Chill out. Yeah. Yeah, and not, no, 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 you know, that's okay. Just take a little break. Just with, you know, gentleness. Allow your heart, if your heart were to talk with your mind in this moment, what would it say? Uh, you're good. Yeah, exactly. You're good. Just for a moment. I would, almost, I would almost push it and say, just for a brief moment, trust me. 
Uh, it's okay. I will keep us safe. Right? Yep. Because your mind is probably scrambling. What What's going on? It's like, what's going on in your body? Hyperkinetic. Hyperkinetic yeah. is my mind. Yeah. That's okay. So tell me what's happening right now. It's hard to come back and to stay there, isn't it? I mean, my whole body is relaxing. Uh, my whole energy level is, you know, much more uh, even keel. Um, mm-hmm. You know, my mind is settling. You know, it's, um, you know, it's still active, but less active, you know, and, you know, trying to absorb. Um, yeah. Yeah. So very slowly, I want you to just move as slowly as you can. And instead of tapping, we're going to do what I call, which is called tap and breathe. So you're going to still touch the same point, like the top of your head. And you're going to breathe in and breathe out. And then your, your eyebrow point, breathe in, breathe out, the side of your eye. Breathe in and out under your eye. And just listen to my my voice as you keep on going under your nose, under your lower lip. Breathe in and out. Do the points, breathing in and out just by touching them. And moving to the next. And when you're ready, just to keep on doing these, just repeat my my work. I am really grateful to you, mind. I am really grateful to you, mind. Because you're brilliant. Because you're brilliant. And you have allowed me to reach to reach successes that I didn't even dream of. You've allowed me to reach successes that I never even dreamed of. You're absolutely brilliant. You're absolutely brilliant. You're my mind and my brain. You're my mind and my brain. And you have a capacity for understanding and absorbing information. You have a capacity for understanding and absorbing information. That is outstanding. That is outstanding. And I'm truly grateful to you. Truly grateful to you. I have done so much thanks to you. I've done so much thanks to you. And right now, I'm even more grateful. Right now, I'm even more grateful. Because you're allowing me to go on this journey. Because you're allowing me to go on this journey. It's not an easy one for you not an easy one for you. Because so far you've been in charge most of the time. <laughs> so far you think you're in charge. No, no, so far you have been in charge most of the time. You, you have been allowed to be in charge most of the time. <laughs> and I'm asking you to share your control just I'm for a bit. You, I'm asking you to share your control. Just for a little bit. Just for a bit. Because the truth is, I would like to be in control. The truth is, I would like to be in control. I would like to be in charge. I would like to be in charge. And I would like to be in charge and command my life. I would like to be in charge and command my life. From a little bit of a lower place. A little bit of a lower place. Allowing my heart to be open. Allowing my heart to be open. And to really trust myself. To really trust myself. And I'm grateful to you, mind. Grateful to you, mind. For allowing me this opportunity. For allowing me this opportunity. Your brilliance. Your brilliance. And your specialness. And your specialness. You're really valued. You're really valued. 
by me and others. By me and others. And now I'm grateful to you. Now I'm grateful to you. So I can actually access my heart. Now I can access my heart. And choose to live more from that space. And choose to live more from that space. Take a deep breath as much as you can and let it go. Just notice what is happening to your heart, right? Your mind as well. Hopefully it's a little quieter too. Um, it's like um, growing. It's, um, it's like, uh, not increasing in capacity, but almost like becoming proud. Like, be, um, I don't, I don't know how to describe it. That's all right. That's okay. Yeah. It's more present. Yeah. And you're attacking your heart, right? Yes. Yeah. And is your mind okay with this? Is it still fully active? Not as much. Um, yeah, I mean, I, uh, I think it's allowing it for now. It's interesting. You know what? <clears throat> what I notice is that it's a little slower. I notice it's a little slower. And that's perfectly yeah, I mean, okay. this, fe- this feels like the right space for me. And what I what I mean by that is, you know, I um, it's this is more my natural state of being. You know, with yeah. b- balance between the two. Yeah, but you don't have a lot of practice with it. Oh God, no! I'm horrible with it. Yeah, but it, it's okay. It's okay because you know what? You have to start somewhere. Now, we have gone on this journey today, and the reason I talked about forgiveness is that this is how this is gonna how it works. Okay, so as I talk to you, just really because this your mind wants to know. So I'm gonna I'm gonna feed it. It's okay. And what happens is that our minds are computers. Our minds absorb information, <clears throat> processes. Your mind is absolutely brilliant. Every word that I said is not just to soothe your mind. It's real. It's absolutely real. You have a brilliant mind that has allowed you to do so much. And that is, that's fabulous. And I know that, the, that you are grateful to your mind for this. It has actually saved your ass many times. So it's, it's a really fabulous tool, but that's all there is. Now, for many, many years, she has been allowed, like you said, to be in control and to, like, direct the show, right? Well, the director of this play is really not your mind because your mind is a computer. And I have to tell you, feelings do not come from the computer. Yeah, it's, um, I mean, some things are just... um, um, my um my feelings were n- never valued um, you know is what i'm remembering like yeah. so i the only way i could um, matter mm-hmm. was my mind and yeah. i was always a, a high feeling individual Mm-hmm. Um, so not only was I not, you know, I have all the nurturing and all that issue, but by my nature, I'm more on the feeling side, even though my mind is very good. So you remember how I said I lived the life, you know, that for everybody else? Yeah. I, um, in a weird way, I would also argue that um, by letting my mind run the show, that's the life everybody wanted me to live when I was more, if I, I had my way, my feelings would have run the show. Yeah. And the piece is also, Jim, that your feelings sometimes were so intense that your mind and parts of you freaked out about it, so it was actually somewhat simple to shut them down because it was also that that wall that you have 
created and the way that you so easily went into your mind and lived your life from there was also because your feelings at times could be really scary, like so intense, right? especially the anger part. So it's like, well, let's get out of here. Let's get out of this body because it, there's it's so, so many feelings and so much going on, and I don't know how to manage that. When we started working, you were talking a lot about how you can actually figure out how to control your feelings and your anger more. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. But I don't want to... um, It's interesting. I think that's... um, I think that's a misconception. I think... Um, feelings need to be allowed to just be. Like yeah. you actually can't build. You can't. You can't believe that you can control them. That's a that's a misconception. It is. They are what they are. You have to, you know, acknowledge them and you know give them a hug and work. You know, re- react to some and you know. And just acknowledge others, right? But you can't control your feelings. And that's, I think, potentially what my mind's been trying to do. And when it couldn't, it would just do more things so that there was no space. Right. And what happens is that feelings are not, this is a, this is a part that I wanted to tell you. Um, feelings are not reasonable at all. They're not based on reason. So what happens is that our mind comes in, interprets things, and tries to put some sort of lid to be able to control, and it doesn't work. And that's part of the reason why we're like, you know what? You have been mean too many times. You have been, you know, you're out of control. I'm going to build these walls. And one piece that I wanted to share with you is that because our mind is a computer, the computer doesn't feel And the computer is a part of your brain that will never, it will literally never forgive you. So that's why I really wanted to get in touch with your heart because you have, you notice your heart has forgiven you a long time ago. But you have to really pay attention because your mind is going to start telling you all kinds of stories that are just that, just stories. Now, those stories, if you really listen and pay attention, they will create feelings. And they will, in, they will affect your heart. And you can get to a place again where your heart would say, you know what, I'm safer behind this wall. When in reality, your heart is much stronger and there's this incredible strength in vulnerability and your heart knows about that. Because I want you, just for a second, I'm going to say something that may seem ridiculous. But let's say that you went to one of your meetings, right? And you just like, you have a, to give a presentation and uh, you're prepared. You're very well prepared. But let's say something just happened with Jennifer, with one of your children. And in your heart, you're really feeling like, you know, either hurt, vulnerable. You're feeling vulnerable. There's something a little raw. Even if you're in the midst of all these men, if you were to say, you know what, guys, I'm going to deliver, I'm going to do my best, I'm, I'm all set. But before, I just want to let you know, um, I just had a, a really personal moment where um, I'm just, I'm just in, a, in a soft space I'm, or in a, in a vulnerable place. And I know you can all understand because we've all been there. We all own a heart, even if we try to deny it. So... Thank you for your support. I just wanted to say that. And then you go on. Every person in that room is going to honor you and value, even if they don't admit it outwardly, 10 times more. Because you're not only brilliant, but you're human. Does that make sense? Yeah. Everybody in that room has a heart. Everybody's trying to the degree that they can or they believe it's better to hide it. The truth is, the moment that you open up and share something like that, everybody's like, wow, man. We're working, we're efficient, we're productive, all this crap, and yet we're still human, man. We're still human. So that, that level of disclosure and vulnerability makes you stronger. 
because nobody can come afterwards to you and say, man, you know what? You blew it because you were like a softie. Nobody would ever say that. No, I know that. Do you know what I mean? It's like the heart knows that being vulnerable has a strength that is way beyond any walls that you can build. Yeah, no, I know that. Right? You know that, but sometimes your mind doesn't. Your mind sometimes can see vulnerability as weakness. Yeah. And whenever, whenever that story was told, it was bought, and that was what actually paid for the bricks of your wall. You see that? Yeah. So now it's about shifting the story and really letting your heart talk to your mind and say, you know what, just just take a break. Take a little break. We're good. Let me just, let me take it from here. So take a breath and tell me how is, how is the agitation and everything that was present when we started. Uh, I don't have any. No agitation. <laughs> Okay. So tell me a little bit about how can you come back to this place? Because it's so important. First of all, luckily, and uh, thanks to technology, this call was recorded, so I really would encourage you to listen to it again, especially if you know, because you're going to start losing it. This is your nature, and this is your comfort zone. Now, if you breathe, are you okay being here, Jim? Yes. Yeah, right? So it's okay to have a mind, to have a body, to have a heart, to be open, to live simpler. And to sometimes see the heart would ask, ask different kinds of questions than the mind does. When, when there's a problem or there's a potential threat, the mind will be like, what's happening? What, you know, constantly, that's where the hypervigilance comes from the mind. It is like, you know, almost like a, like a raider, right? Constantly, constantly, okay, where's the next thing you're coming from? Where is it? It's like, and that's okay. That's, that's the mind's job. And it has been really good at times. And you can always use it whenever it's needed. But most of the time, you can just take a breath. And if you go down to the heart, the heart would ask a much simpler question, which looks like, am I safe? And I would say in this time and age, no, you know, what is it, those tigers, um, oh, man, I always forget the ones that have the huge tooth. Those, yes, exactly. They're not around anymore. You know, there's no, we're not in living in caves. So I would say like, of the time, we're safe. Oh, 99. I mean, yeah. I mean, this is my brain. Statistically speaking, um, you know, the chance, you know, what's the chance of being eaten by a shark? One in 250 million or something, right? (laughs) Um, Yeah. I mean, you know, I was actually joking around with my kids. I'm like, you know, your heart tells you you're afraid, but mathematically speaking, you're not, you know, there's no chance it's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, and yet it's like, and that's why it's so cool to really pay attention and notice that, how we scare ourselves. Yeah. So that's one another thing that I, I actually remind myself. I, I learned these quite a few years ago. Whenever I notice that my mind goes hypervigilant, because uh, I definitely have one like that, I go, I'm scaring myself thinking and feel that out. Thinking, and then it's like, okay, that this and that and the other thing is going to happen. And I'm like, okay. So that's, I'm scaring myself thinking that that will happen. What are the chances? No, it's zero. I'm like, okay. Take a breath and just let it go. But it is, it really is practice. The practice of noticing how our nervous system and our mind are working together to keep us in this stress state by feeding these stories and, you know, scaring ourselves and noticing and letting it go. I tap on the car constantly because there's so many things that are going on sometimes that I'm stressed about and I'm just like, okay, 
and I give them voice, and there they go. Okay? Just like relaxing the nervous system that has been wired to be in constant hypervigilance. So then, yeah, exactly. And remember to breathe and to just come back to your heart. Hmm. How are you doing? I'm great. Good. Good. And um, so... This has probably been the best emotional week, emotional health week I have ever had in my life. Wow. I may have to actually use that phrase as a testimonial. Uh, I'm happy to happy to do it. I just <laughs> I have to change my name to a woman. Oh, <laughs> really? <laughs> well, you can be called something else, but I think it's no. You know what? I work with so many men, and you have no idea how powerful it is to hear from a man that. Um, that this is important work. A lot of men start working with me and they're like, you know, they need to. And it's like, you know, we all have a heart. It's just it's just uh, harder because we've been trained to not show it. But I, I, I feel, I mean, I'm, you've never met me. I am a big, strong guy. I feel 10 times stronger today yeah. than I did at the beginning of the week. Cool. Anyways, all right. Thank you, ma'am. You're very welcome. So, uh, do you want to figure out if we can? Well, I told you Tuesday or Wednesday would be great days uh, to meet with Jennifer. I don't know what your schedule is like. Or how would that be? And would you? There's two questions that I want you to ponder. Would you prefer to meet uh, while you're both in the same space, or not necessarily? Yeah. Um, um, we're going together tonight to Nashville for a day, if you can believe it, which long story, but um, so I'll, I'll talk to her. I, I think where we kind of, where we were talking about it yesterday, we spent a lot of time on that list. So yeah. I think, um, and she was thinking about writing a letter. Um, mm. And and then you can, you know, kind of choose how to incorporate the letter or not incorporate the letter. You know what I mean? So yes. if, it's, if it's okay with you, I think, you know, she feels very strongly that this is helpful for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but, but um, like, I think we both feel like um, there are ways that I, um, her lens on what's happening to me and how I treat her and others is mm-hmm. a really, like, you, you'll be, it'll help you to understand. You know what I mean? Like, yes. Um, so I think where we're kind of at on the whole thing is I think right now we want to write you a letter, or she wants to write you a letter okay. um, that, that we can then use. And then, it, you know, if you think it's better to pursue a direct conversation or whatever else, but, like, I'm telling her everything. So, you know, they're they're facilitating a conversation between the two of us, I, like, and she tells me everything. I just don't know how to manage it. You know what I mean? So okay. Um, so I think that's where we're where we're ending up on it at this point. Okay. Okay. No problem. I think that uh, yeah, it's it's about if you if you're able to. The most important is that you can listen and truly hear each other, and and really be present for each other. That's the most important piece. Yeah, the, I mean, the interesting, you know, again, emotional health-wise, the interesting thing about this week is, like, I, like I w- walked out of the conversation Monday um, saying, you know, nobody ever sees my balloon. By midday, to, by Tuesday morning, um, and I actually printed a picture off the Internet, um, and I put it in my book. There's actually two little kids that are at that fair, and they both have their balloons. Mm. So in a weird way, like, I've been able to change my mental image, and, you know, not only has she seen mine, but I, you know, but I'm walking around with a pin popping hers. You know what I mean? And and so it's been a, a kind of a fascinating realization, like, I, um for me that you know i not only have been, i've been unaware that somebody w- w- was and has seen mine and cares and is trying 
and I've been being defensive and, you know, all the things I've been being. But in addition to that, you know, she's standing there with a balloon, like, showing it to me, and I'm like, pop, <laughs> see ya. You know <laughs> what I mean? And so it, um, so we are talking to each other, and it's, you know, uh, so I'm using some of the stuff we're working on, and it's been fascinating, right. honestly. Fabulous. Wonderful. So let me know, and uh, as of now, I have you in my calendar for next Thursday at 8.30. Perfect. Wonderful. Okay, so reach out and let me know anything that comes up, okay? Okay, awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Have have a great weekend. Bye-bye.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.